Hey everybody, it's Kelly Cooper and welcome to episode 1205 of the Life Made to Order podcast. The number one reason why you must break away from your mind. I talk about the mind a lot. And I talk about how I talk about the mind a lot. Because when you think about it, all of our energetic discord, all of the ick in our vibe that needs to be transformed to really change our energy in lasting, meaningful, consistent ways, like changing your point of attraction over the long term, like establishing a new base energy, not just like activating some positive vibes here and there strongly enough that like you get something every once in a while, which is that's a lot of people's experience with working with conscious creation, right? Think about it. That's all stuff coming from the mind, all of that energetic discord, all of that stuff that needs to be addressed, the fear, the skepticism, the self-sabotage, the self negative self-talk, the poor self, all of these things, right, that put all these kinks in our vibe, that's all coming from the mind. You get at the root of the problem, you can make these real, true, genuine, lasting transformations in your energy, again, that are not just going to you know, get you some pop here and there, but like you're actually different. That point of attraction, that energy you're putting out into the world 24-7 so long as you're alive, that transforms tremendously, right? That's why I talk about the mind a lot. It's the only problem we really need to deal with. You deal with all of that shit, guess what? All this effort you're probably putting in right now to raise your vibe and think positive and be happy and it feels so hard and so challenging like you're swimming through molasses or like swimming upstream, Right? That's why it's so hard because we're really not getting at the root of the issue. Once you get at the root of the issue, positive emotion, positive energy, it's, it's already there. There's a part of you that's already vibing all of that. There's just a bunch of crap on top. You, you transform that stuff. There's no effort in trying to feel better. It's a natural byproduct. Right, It's kind of like what I talked about with my last podcast with detachment. Detachment's not an active thing you try to do. It's a natural byproduct of exploring your attachment and all the emotion around that. You start realizing the real root of the emotion, why you truly feel the way you feel, and that really has nothing to do with your circumstances or what you have and don't have. You naturally start feeling better. And again, right, detachment is a natural result because you dealt with the root of the attachment and the, the detachment just is a natural byproduct of that. So... The number one reason why we need to break away from the mind is because the thing you want most, happiness, well-being, whatever term you like to use for that kind of catch-all, kind of that feeling we crave, like all is right with the world, I feel safe, secure, everything's good, whatever you like to term that, I feel like happiness is kind of the most common phrase we use, that kind of loaded term in a way, right? The thing, that's what you want most. Everything is about our feelings. Everything you want, you think it'll make you feel good. Everything you like in your life now, your job, your spouse, your friends, your pet, whoever, whatever it is, you like those things because you like how engaging and being around all that stuff makes you feel. All the things you don't like in your life is because you don't like how it makes you feel. You're afraid of not getting certain things because you're afraid I'll I'll feel bad if I never get this thing. All of these potential outcomes and and problems you're worrying about, things that you are afraid might happen, you don't know yet, and you're you're trying to avoid it. Why? Because those potential outcomes, you think of those things actually happening and you're like, oh, that would feel bad, right? It's all about feelings. That's all we want. All we want is to feel good. 
we are carrying around, we're walking around a lot of us with a lot of pain and just like emotion that hasn't been processed. We have this poor self-image and we think all these bad things about all this stuff, right? That just feels badly. All we want, right, is to basically make all that go away and feel better. That's what you want most. And that is the thing that your mind cares least about. Your mind could give two shits about your happiness and well-being. It doesn't care. The whole purpose of your mind's existence, the way your mind wants you to live life, it it has nothing to do with maximizing well-being. It has nothing to do with be actually being happy, healing your emotional issues and then like working through that pain and having all of that healing and purging and cleansing and, and being at peace with the world, at peace with yourself. Your mind doesn't care about any of that. All your mind cares about is minimizing pain. And that's something I've talked about a lot too. And we really need that reminder because again, when we really start to see what the mind is doing, when we start to see its agenda and what it's, it actually wants and how it's the exact opposite of what we actually are trying to achieve and how we'll never be able to reach this goal if we keep doing things the mind's way because not only does it not care that about whether you're happy or not, it goes way deeper than that even. Your happiness is an actual threat to your mind because if you really start embracing all of these perspectives that make you feel so much better, all these, these things you learn from personal growth guru people and coaches and and spiritual teachers and all of these things, if you're really to embrace all of that, all of its nonsense, you're like, oh my God, you start to see the dysfunction of it. You're not going to do things its way anymore. You're not going to cater to its agenda. So it sees it as your happiness. Again, not only that it's not interested because its main goal is not really making you happy, that's not really what it's setting out to do with all the, the way it wants you to live your life and, and, and move through the world. It's an actual threat. And any, any entity, right, when it feels under threat, when it feels like its existence is being threatened, it's going to fucking fight back, right? And that's why we have so much, that's why the mind fucks with us so much and why we seem like we, it has this grip on us and we're like, why? I, I just, I can't, I try and I just can't do it, Right. It's like a survival thing. Like you'll do anything to try to survive. Because again, pain minimizing is a very different journey. There's a very different energy around that. It's going to feel, that journey will feel very different than maximizing well-being. The mind, right, a part of us is like, well, yeah, while trying to minimize pain, feeling better is like the natural byproduct of us. So it's kind of the same thing, right? It's like, no, no, no. No, 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 my loves. It's pain minimizing, very different journey than maximizing well-being. Just like trying to attract what you don't have is a very, very different journey than trying to make the inner transformation that naturally aligns you with your more desired circumstances. Again, the end goal seems to be similar, but they're very different journeys and you're, they're not the same goal really at all. On a surface level, they might appear to be. So think, because think about pain minimizing. What does the mind do? Doesn't want to deal with your feelings, all of your, all of this emotion you have from all these experiences you've had throughout your life that you didn't really do anything with those feelings. They've just kind of been sitting around there, percolating under the surface. Even the most deeply repressed feeling, you probably feel it to some degree. You probably see all the ways that this undealt with emotion and that energy affects your life, the nasty ways that it might manifest from the type of people you attract into your life to overeating, to abusing drugs or alcohol, to um, 
engaging in a lot of casual sex that not because you like sex and it's fun, but it's like you're trying to like feel whole and complete and like someone cares about you, but then you feel terrible about yourself. I mean, the list could go on and on, right? So think about, you know, pain minimizing. It's a very, very different journey when you don't, again, right, you're not dealing with the pain and it will, it's again, it's mass, manifesting all those nasty ways. You start to see with conscious creation, all of this talk about just got to be positive and think positive. Yeah, of course, you need to have a more positive attitude and in frame of mind, sure. But like I said before, the main way of achieving that is not just trying to be positive. Most people, it has a very limited effectiveness. The energetic benefit of that is very surface level and it's not really lasting. You deal with all of your ick and you naturally feel better. Your vibration, that high vibing, again, that's already in you. That's not something you have to cultivate from scratch. It's already there. But because your mind doesn't want to deal with your feelings, you keep denying how you feel. You become obsessed with tools and techniques and manifesting hacks, all these things that promise if you do this, you'll get what you want. I'm a fellow human. I get it. I get the appeal of that world. I, 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 I bought into that for a while too. But then I, I realized that, oh, that's not really working for me. And even when I got it, what I want, even when I got what I wanted, I still wasn't truly happy. And I'm like, oh, I start to, I'm starting to see now like what this work really involves again for lasting, meaningful, consistent change to actually be happy. It's not about just manifesting the stuff that our mind wants. So because of the pain minimizing mode, the mind doesn't want to deal with the pain. All of this, um, all of this discord, energetic discord remains within all of this energy that needs to be addressed to actually change your vibration and manifest a different life again in a meaningful, like a real meaningful change in your life, not just some stuff here and there. The energy is not getting dealt with. And if the inside is determining the outside and the outside's not changing and the inside's not changing in the ways it needs to change, then the outside really can't change, right? Again, in a meaningful, lasting, consistent way. You can do more surface level work on your energy and, and manifest different things. It's certainly possible. But a lot of people that might not work at all if you have too much stuff. So that's another reason pain minimizing. What's another thing pain minimizing holds us back from? In an effort to minimize pain, your mind doesn't want you to do anything that, and when I say pain, I know that might sound like a dramatic word, but I basically mean any uncomfortable feeling. It's just, like, you know, anything, any feeling we don't like, we want to avoid, we feel resistant to. Lots of things you'll feel called to do in your life that you know would make you happy as your vision starts expanding, maybe if, as you start seeing more possibility in your life. There's going to be a lot of things you're going to feel called to do and your mind's going to be like, not want to do it because it will feel uncomfortable and it doesn't want to deal with discomfort. You keep feeling a pull to start a blog or do something online, some kind of online venture, put some kind of content out there. Your mind's like, oh, that's uncomfortable. People, what if I get criticized? What if uh, people don't like how I sound on my podcast or my video? What if I, it's just people don't think it's good. What all my, my Facebook friends from high school and my old neighborhood and my old job that I have no relationship with now, I don't want, well, they might think I'm weird. They don't really know this version of me, right? So again, what would doing all these things that would truly make you happy, actually live an authentic life, actually do stuff you actually feel like you want to do, you feel compelled to do that you think you would enjoy, that you would be good at. The mind's like, oh, no, no, thanks. Uh, that's a, I don't want to deal with any of that. I don't want to rustle up any. I have, I have self-esteem issues, so I don't want to like deal with anything that's going to lead people to criticize me and, and make me feel worse about myself. So again, we see pain minimizing mode. That's not the same as maximizing well-being. 
living from that mode to truly be happy, it'll be very, very difficult. Pain minimizing mode, you might be called upon, you're realizing to, to really change your life and, and move in the direction you want to go to really be the person you want to be. You might have to make some uncomfortable choices. Setting boundaries in a relationship, there's a very dysfunctional dynamic you have with somebody in your life, like a, your mom, for example, that's a common one with parents. And you're like, yeah, this is not working for me. I can't do this anymore. But the mind is like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want her to be mad. Or people think you're selfish if you say you're not going to do this thing that you're doing for her anymore or whatever. And because we're afraid of conflict or people thinking something about us that might be deemed unflattering or we don't want to call attention to ourselves or whatever it is, right? Again, all of these changes in our life that we really need to make if we're really to truly step into our power, really maximize possibility in our life, really be our authentic selves, really break away from certain energies that are holding us down. The mind's like, nah, I don't want to do that. So then we stay stuck in all these situations that are not good for us. We keep doing things that we don't want to do and our mind convinces us we have no choice. So then we feel bitter and angry and like resentful towards people that we think are manipulating us or whatever, when in reality, it's all us and they're not really actually doing anything. We're choosing to, to go along with it. So yeah, you see all of that. And I can go on with a million examples of pain minimizing mode, but you see, right? Pain minimizing is not the same as minimizing your pain and trying to live your whole life, crafting your whole life around. I just want to avoid um, pain I have now. I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to deal with anything that's going to rustle up any of these uncomfortable feelings. I don't want to make any changes in my life, no matter how beneficial I know they are, that's, that's going to create maybe new pain that I'm going to have to deal with because people are going to get mad at me or they're going to think things and I don't like thinking people don't like me and I don't want to deal with all of that icky stuff, right? And then what's another way that, that we have to realize like how the mind is working at cross purposes you start, you go, you get on this journey, right? And what's this journey? Essentially, you're just, you're, you're being exposed to all of this new information, a new way of looking at the world, a new way of looking at yourself, different perspectives on challenging situations in our life, your power of choice, responsibility for your feelings, right? All of these wonderful things that if we were to truly embrace all of that, I mean, to say it's life-changing is, is an understatement, right? Like it's, everything would be, your, everything would be different. When, if we really, really live by these ideas, like really not just intellectually accept them like, yeah, yeah, it sounds nice, but actually live that way. How much easier would it be to deal with challenges in your life if you saw a challenge as always an opportunity to grow? How much easier would it be to deal with painful circumstances in your life when you realize the pain's coming from a story you've been telling and that's not true and you release that story and because the story is the cause of the feelings, the feelings go along, the feelings are starting to be released as well, right? How great would that be? But what does the mind do? You think it would be a no brainer that we would embrace these perspectives, but the hold of the mind is very, very strong. So what is the mind? The mind's like, no, nah, no, thank you. Uh, I don't really have any evidence for thinking that way. So I'm now nah, I don't really buy into that. A lot of these perspectives, um, it finds offensive like it's, it's like being told like how you feel and think is wrong. It doesn't like that. So it kind of is like, no, how dare you suggest that? All these, again, benefit things that would ben benefit us greatly to, to really contemplate and embrace and actually live from that space. And it's like, how dare you suggest, um, you know, this, th that bad thing this person did wasn't 
their fault and or what are you blaming me right it, it interprets all of like any any concept of personal responsibility it uh interprets as like blaming yourself which is so not true and then again it, right it goes on the defensive how dare you and then uh you know and again it comes down to you know really embracing these beliefs it's it's a big threat to the mind so it wants to keep you believing things that feel really badly Think of all the beliefs they know, you know, once you start uncovering all the things you believe and you start contemplating it and like how you feel all the time. And again, our feelings don't come out of nowhere. Our feelings come from our perspectives, our belief system, how we, you know, generally how we view the world or, you know, how we think about ourselves. So it's like, okay, well, if I feel bad about these things all the time, if I'm always feeling badly, it means again, these feelings aren't coming out of nowhere. It means I'm like, there's a, there's something making me feel that way. There's a belief, there's a story, there's a narrative feels badly and the mind wants to hold on to it. It feels like it just wants to think that way. Again, a lot of the ego stuff comes into play with like, I can't forgive that person. Like they did this terrible thing to me. I had no responsibility in my marriage falling apart. It was all him. It's all their fault, right? So a lot of the things, again, right, we're being asked to do, the mind finds offensive and it's like it interprets it as like blaming yourself or you have to let people off the hook for the bad things they did to you. And it's like, no, that's not what anything's being said, right? It's just basically about these perspectives that make these experiences less painful, that make us feel more empowered, that we're, we're, we're actually in the midst of a challenging situation, we can handle it with more grace and, and ease and we can see the lessons and the value. These perspectives about our negative feelings and, and, and embracing them and, and seeing them as messengers and, and how to deal with them more in a way that we can facilitate healing and let these energies go. These, he these heavy emotional weights, we can let them go. How good would that feel? Think about certain situations in your life right now that you have a really, really strong emotional charge around. You're struggling financially. That triggers like caveman lizard brain survival shit, right? You're like panicking, like in your, in your mind, it's like, this is like, you're going to die. Like consciously, you don't think that, but on that level, it's like, you feel like your survival is being threatened. How great would it be to embrace one of these perspectives of infinite abundance and, um, you know, trusting in the universe. And if you change your thinking about money, you can change your finances. That feels a lot better, right? Than panicking and thinking like, oh my God, what's going to happen to me? You have a really, a lot of bitterness and resentment towards your ex. You think they ruined your life and they took the best years of your life. And you, all these problems that you might've had after you got divorced, you struggled financially or whatever it was, right? And you have all this bitterness and anger towards them. But then there's perspectives that could allow you to let that go, right? And it's like, why wouldn't I do that? And the mind's like, no, no, thank you. He's an asshole. He ruined our life and we just have to be mad at him forever. I can never trust another man again, so I'm done with dating and fuck it, and I'll pretend that I'm okay, that I'm single, but actually, that's not how I actually feel, and I'm just, like, bitter. It's like, yeah, wouldn't you want to, like, try to change that? You feel all of this anger towards your parents, you had a bad childhood, and you see the ways it affected you, and you're just, like, you feel cheated and, like, mad. Again, bitter probably, too, thinking it's all their fault, I have all these problems now, my life turned out this way, and it's all their fault. And then thinking because of something that already happened to you that you can't do shit about now, you're doomed for like the rest of your life. A situation, because this bad thing happened, it had this, put this mark on you, it made you become a certain way. And now you can no longer do anything about it. 
that's painful. It's painful to think that an experience that already happened that we can't change has now set us on an irreversible course through our the rest of our future, right? We know that's not true either. It would think like, oh, wow, this idea of like the my past means nothing and I can start fresh at any time and there's all these different ways to look at my experience that feel less painful and maybe even make me feel a little bit grateful for it. Actually, that bad experience, it made me actually... A lot of good things happened from it. I had a really bad childhood and it made me really determined to be a good mom. And I'm an awesome mom and I have a great relationship with my kids. And I, I owe it to that. And the mind's like, what, you're trying, they're telling you you got to be happy about something bad that happened? Again, the offense, how dare they suggest that? And it's like, no, mind, that's not what's being asked. So you see, that's another way it keeps you from being happy. All of these perspectives that would facilitate emotional healing allow you to release some maybe very, very long-held energies and pain that are weighing you down and not serving you. And the mind's like, no, thank you. Sorry. I find that offensive. That's stupid. That's trite. My life experience thus far hasn't proved it to me. So no, I don't believe that. And we're just going to keep, I want, I prefer that you keep believing this other thing instead that feels super, super painful And now that you kind of have a sense that it's probably not true and you have the option to think differently, but then like you say, your mind won't let you and we kind of just acquiesce to it and think it has this power over us that it kind of essentially really doesn't once we start to really do do the work. It feels like it's insurmountable, but it's actually not. You actually start actually feeling worse because there's a tension there now of like, you know, there's another way and it's like, but the mind just won't let me. And it's like, yeah, it doesn't want to let you. And it has a lot of pull, but that power is not absolute. That's what we have to remember. Because here's the thing, a lot of this work, it will be hard in that sense because we do have this pull of the mind and it takes like a conscious effort and it's a choice we have to make over and over again, not just one time. Okay, well, I'm going to think this way now. And your mind is really good at fucking us up, especially because our mind thinks that something being really hard, that's a valid excuse not to do it. It's not. It's a reason. You could decide it's too hard to change my energy. It's too hard to feel better. It's too hard to deal with my feelings. It's too hard to try to to walk this path and and really do this work. I'm just going to stop. It's like, right, your prerogative, we can do whatever we want. But it being hard is not an actual valid reason not to do it. And, you know, one of the last things I want to say about this, and it kind of ties into the belief system, you know, our mind, you know, we see all this stuff in the world that we've collectively co-created and some of it's fucked up and on a mental ego emotion, like that ego mind, rational, logical level, a lot of the beliefs we have about like scarcity and there's bad people in the world and there's victims and all these things, right? It's, you know, to that mind, you know, these really, these really, these sorts of perspectives, they can seem kind of like callous or, or whatever, right? Because it's just, it feels like we are ignoring all of these things that seem very real to the mind, all this unfairness and all these things. But if we were to look at how God would look at all of that stuff, he wouldn't see that, any of that, right? So that God-like universe perspective, most people, it's just like, does not compute. Because again, it sounds like too like out there, like you're like, or spiritual bypassing or something, right? But anyway, I'm getting a little off topic there. But anyway, right? So the mind sees things in a way that... The way the mind interprets things, there's a lot of evidence that that way of thinking is true because we see certain things happening. 
but it's an illusion in that, not that we're like imagining these, hallucinating these experiences, they're actually happening. It's an illusion in the sense that our interpretation of these events are the things that these, seeing these things make us believe, that's the illusion, right? So if the mind is operating from a belief system that's completely like it's buying into this illusion and because of this illusion, it makes us, it, the mind believes all of these like delusional things about the nature of reality and how the world works and all of this stuff. If that's the core, you know, if the core thing is like illusion, delusion and stuff that's not real and your mind is basing all of your decisions on this interpretation of events globally, collectively, and then in your own life your individual experience and most of it's fear, essentially fear is like the primary energy. It's like, Oh, interesting. If I am basing everything I believe on that and making all my decisions from that space, from illusory delusional thinking, I'm never acting in my own best interest. How could I be the, the perspective I'm using the beliefs I'm using to make my decisions I'm, I'm, I'm fearing things that aren't real. I'm believing things that aren't true. And then if that, again, if that's the basis of all my decisions, I'm not, how could I ever be acting in my own best interest? So you see when we really, if we don't really try to break away from the mind, if we keep using that filter, if, if we bring the mind and let it rule our journey of transformation and personal growth, you see the thing you want most to be happy. It's just, that's the thing it cares least about. So how could it, ha so doing things the mind's way and clinging to all these things the mind wants you to think and all the beliefs that are painful that lead you to take everything personally and hold grudges and, you know, feel like the world is against you, all this stuff. You're like, shit, that can't happen, can it? And when I talk about this overcoming and breaking free of the mind, I mean, Depending on how deep you take this work, I mean, the average person will probably be an ongoing process unless you withdraw from worldly life and you literally dedicate your life to just spiritual advancement with no thought of like any sort of pursuing any worldly desire, right? So the degree to which we're able to do that, I guess it would depend on how much effort you put into it, I suppose. But even if you're someone like living a normal worldly life and you're still going to like want stuff and like get caught up in human bullshit, you could still make a pretty good dent in it. I mean, that's been my experience. I still have a ways to go just like anybody, but you start to see, even though you might still be contending with that stuff and you're not going to become some like Buddha, like all of that mental chatter, it loses the emotional component of it because you realize it's not true. You don't listen to it as much anymore. Because the only reason our mental chatter, chatter bothers us emotionally is like we believe what it's saying. So the more you see what it's saying is not true, it becomes more like background noise and not this thing that you feel like is like front and center screaming in your face. You'll have moments where you get caught up in that stuff, but those moments might not last as long. Even if it's a very intense reaction, it might pass more quickly. Or you have moments where um, you feel something, but it's just not as intense and doesn't bother you as much as it might have bothered you before. And even if you're really sometimes in the thick of something where your mind shit and your fear is really taking over, there's a part of you that's like held back. Like not all of you goes along for the ride anymore. So this isn't about achieving some kind of perfection. I imagine most of us, the amount of inner work we'd have to do to really truly detach, kind of like what I said before. And I could be wrong about this, but... 
like the people that like those are the monks and the, the Buddhist nuns and the people that are like this is their whole life they're not in the world anymore they're like done with that and like their pure intent is just like I'm just gonna like do this me mental work and I'm going to spend all my time meditating and they're not trying to get a boyfriend or get a new job they're not trying to manifest anything it's all about like the the end the goal is just the spiritual advancement right and this deeper connection with source or whatever but anyway so yeah, so think about that. The thing you want most, happiness, well-being, whatever word you use for that catch-all kind of feeling you're looking for, is what your mind not only cares about least, the way your mind wants you to conduct your life, all of its goals, what it's trying to accomplish, again, is not well-being, it's just pain minimizing, it's a very different thing. And not only that, it's an actual threat. Your happiness, your peace, your well-being, that transformation is a threat to your mind. Because when you're living in that space, you start to see, like, the fraud that it is. Like, the con man. It's, it's just, And like how, like, deranged and delusional. And you're like, why the hell would I listen to you? So that's something to think about. You know, and it's not comfortable to, to make that transition. But it's possible. And you might not be perfect at it. Nobody is. That's okay. You still, like I said before, you still might contend with this part of you. Because as long as you're alive, there's this part of you and it's kind of fucked up and we'll want to ask, well, why are we like this? Why is this part of us so like that? And why is it torture us? Like, I don't understand the, 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 the rhyme and reason behind that. I don't really know why, why our mind is like that. Why, why this, we exist in this way. I don't really know. For me, figuring that out was not necessary and I knew I was never going to get some definitive answer. All I know is like, okay, I don't know why it's like this, but this is what we're working with. This is how it is. Again, why? I don't know. So I just recognize that's not really, understanding why is not really necessary for dealing with it and coping with it. It's just recognizing this is the reality we're dealing with as a human, this ego mind part of us just is like fucked up. And it's like, okay, and what can I do about that? How can I not be ruled by that anymore how could I learn to coexist with this part of myself how could I what can I do to see it as it really is and get a better understanding of it because the more I understand it the more it's it's easier to not do the things it wants me to do and feel the way it wants me to feel and respond to situations the way it wants me to respond to believe the things it wants me to believe because all of that is just pain pain and more pain and stagnation and then all of this stuff we don't want to deal with or feel anymore. So yeah, so think about that. This is as good a good a motivation as any to really to really dive into that and explore it. The thing you want most is what it cares about the least. So yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this. And for more content, products, and info about my coaching, head on over to livelifemadeorder.com. Bye-bye.